0: Let's go in five, mm. four, mm. three, oh, two, two.
1: <laughs> and one, bitch!
0: I'm Isaac,
1: and I'm Nadia, and this is Lily,
0: and welcome to the table where everyone gets to take a seat, especially Shailissa McKinney.
1: Yes, we have our first. Like, phone call, interview situation where technology is real happening today on the podcast. Yes. Yes. Shout
0: out to Daniel and the bold lip.
1: Yes. Daniel's always coming through with all of our requests. They're not that extreme. (laughs) I will say. Our requests are pretty reasonable. But it's nice to have a friend from home on the line.
2: Oh.
0: Yes. So, Lily, how are you? How's life?
2: You know, I have my... Dissertation Proposal Defense tomorrow morning, so life is good, and I'm just glad to have that over soon, Um, so my whole semester's just been about that, and I'm feeling really good about my projects and things, though, so, you know, but the summer, I'm looking forward to summer, and... Life's pretty chill. Tell me about y'all. What is life
0: like for each of you? (laughs) Let me tell you how shook I just got. When you were just like, oh, yeah, I'm just defending things. I'm like defending Westeros. It's fine. I'm chilling. I'm living my best life.
2: Do not get me started on Game of Thrones because I'm (laughs) upset. So we're going to move on. I'm so upset. I was so so shook. I
1: was shook by this whole dissertation situation that I started choking on my (laughs) teeth. (laughs) <laughs> and I had to hold it back. Isaac was laughing at me as I was, like, trying not to cough into the microphone. You've got a lot going on.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, a lot. But I'm... Well, thriving is not accurate. But I'm not dying, which is very
1: good. That's right. Yes. We're all and here, so, alive. Yeah, yeah. That's what
0: matters. Yeah. But, yeah, so... I guess to answer your question, Lili, I am also alive. Um, yeah. I just found out that I'm going to be part of a, like freedom school for, oh. um, yeah. And I'm really stressed about it, but it's going to be okay because I'm going to be teaching the babies how to be radical. And that just sounds oh right. yeah. yes. like. Oh my gosh!
2: Yes, I did freedom school as a kid and I would have loved having a teacher like you. <laughs>
0: Uh, Me specifically, that makes me really like loved and validated.
2: My teacher was trash. Uh, (laughs) Like, and looking back, I think it was like bullying. I don't know, but that's a separate issue. So you would be a much better teacher, yes. Those babies would be lucky.
1: Oh my gosh, if you were Lily's teacher, you'd be like smaller and like more babier than she is because you're younger than her. (laughs) Can you imagine (laughs) being at the front of the classroom teaching her as a child to child, (laughs) Lily? I, I love that that's I where that it. went. That's I where my that. head was that whole time as you guys are talking about it. Right. <laughs> babies teaching <laughs> babies. <laughs> right. That's the future. See, we could, uh, that is the future. How are you, Nadia? Girl, I'm out here also just surviving. I'm just like mm-hmm. trying to start my own business, trying to yeah. get me some clients and sometimes taking on more than Anybody should, but you know That's what? That same. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll break that down. We'll just, we'll break I'm that just down. like you know, I'm just trying to make sure that I can try everything before I decide what I don't like, and yes. so, and very quickly putting boundaries in place with clients because they are trying to walk all over Sis, mm-hmm. and I cannot. You will not allow that. No, Mm-mm. I won't because it's my business.
0: <laughs> like most people are, I'm like. I'm so oh, proud
1: of you. Yes, Thank you. So proud of you.
0: I think, like, most people jump into things and they're just like, okay, I'm just going to, like, put my toe in real quick. And Nadia just, like, jumped in the water and, like, got <laughs> out and was like, see, this is what I don't want to do. I figured <laughs> right. out what temperature I'm into. I want to go right. to the and shallow end. In. Yep, this is good. I got <laughs> in I like it. I'm this. all soaked
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, let me just let me just submerge myself in this work and see if I will come back up to the top. And but that really is how you learn. That's, right. That's legitimately how <laughs> Nadia Moffin on LLC <laughs> learns.
0: Come on, LLC.
1: I
2: know. I was like, did you peep that
1: LLC? (laughs) Okay. I had a certificate. I was like, thank you for emailing me a certificate. I will put it on social media.
2: (laughs) Are you in a place where you are interested in talking about what the business is or is that not yet?
1: Yeah. No, totally. I'm doing communications and content strategy for startups and individuals, a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, So most recently I've been working with individual clients on like website messaging um, and just kind of getting the content that they need to be there, but also trying to attract the clients that they'd like. Um, also mm-hmm. helping people with blogging strategies so they can continue to sustain presence online. And and then helping startups with uh, communications and change management support as they make big changes and they don't want employees to suffer from making those changes. Um so wow. yeah. So I've been doing I've been doing a number of things and we'll see as I move forward how I kind of want to hone that. But I think the majority of it will be change management and communications. And then um I'll be doing some like content strategy support for a few folks.
2: That is beautiful and amazing and work that needs to be compensated and that you will be excellent at.
1: Thank you. And anybody can reach out if they have needs, but I will let you know that I'm not available at this time. <laughs> Yes. yes, but boundaries. I can schedule you for future months. Come
0: I can on, put you on months. a waiting list. Come on, waiting <laughs> list. I'm living. Yes. <laughs> okay, so y'all, our check-in question is: Why do we love Lily, aka Charlisa McKinney, <laughs> aka my mom, aka yeah, the light of my life, my
1: babies, <laughs> my babies? I mean, like, how do we know Lily? I feel like you're just throwing out a bunch of stuff. <laughs>
0: Actually we like for most listeners, if you started from the very, 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 very beginning.
1: The writer dies. Yeah. The
0: writer dies. They would know Charlesia McKinney as the person who's been on the podcast the most behind you, Nadia.
2: I mean I'm not gonna lie. This is my third time. (laughs) This is my favorite thing. I love this so much. That's
1: amazing. That's amazing. I hope people have been with you the whole time. And that they know, like this is like a we special appearance for you.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seasoned veteran for real. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, so why why do we love? I think there's like no reason not to love Lily. That's the thing. That's oh. the answer. There's no reason. Like I feel like me and her are connected. On an intellectual level, mm-hmm. on a spiritual level, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Um, uh, she's my like fashion advisor, stylist person. Yes. So if I'm ever yes. in Lawrence, Kansas, I'm like, I need to shop. I need to talk to Lily because she knows how to find me the jumpsuits that I need. <laughs> so the jumpsuits are my specialty. Yes. You rock them, and then you find the ones that fit everybody else. Like that's what's crazy is it's that true. like we have it's our like own styles, fit. but yeah, you mm-hmm. got it. You got mm. it. Why
0: do you love Lily? <laughs> oh gosh! Okay, let's talk about it. So Lily's the like Lily's home is like oh. when I think of like the word home, it's Lily's house. It's not anybody else's house. It's not. <laughs> oh. Because I would like literally my first like friend group like ever meeting all of the friends that I'm friends with now was whenever I went to Lily's house for a game night with everybody. Yes, I will never
2: forget. <laughs> Baby Isaac walked in with oh his cute little afro. <laughs> And I was like, who are you? Who's baby are you? Come in here. And you have like a bag of chips or something that you were eating. And I was, of course, like washing the dishes or pulling something out of the oven. So that was like a peak mom moment for me. Yes. And we just connected.
0: Oh. And, and yes, it's been
2: love ever since. It's been
0: love ever since. It's been like most most of the like memories that I have of Lawrence that are like all positive and there is never a negative moment have all been in Lily's living room. That's sweet. Like, it's the, it's the place I would go when I was, like, at my lowest. And I'd be like, this is where I need to go. If Lily has space, she will protect me from the world and it'll be fine. And so that's oh, why like- I love her.
1: <laughs> wow, Lily's like, one of the biggest regrets I have leaving Lawrence. That's- Mostly, like, let me just say, because I met Lily like, a few months before I left. I know. It was very, it was very like, yeah. it was, it's just like, we had this moment. I was basically being harassed. <laughs> Oh <laughs> my God, yeah.
0: welcome to Lawrence I cancer. Was in the
1: park. In the park at this like candlelight vigil of all places to be harassed. This awesome, right.
2: And a then, Black Lives Matter oh, vigil.
1: My That's gosh. right. And then Darren and Lily like stepped in, removed me from the situation, dealt with the harassment. Yeah, we were not. And then walked me We were to me not going to allow
3: that.
1: Yeah, and yes. I was like, this is real friendship. And then I like decided to move and I'm like, but can I bring my real friends with me?
3: <laughs> <laughs> but we've done
2: very well. I'm very proud of us as a collective and also our individual friendships for how we've maintained them from such a far distance. Cause that's hard to do and it yes. takes work.
3: It's true. Um,
2: and we found a way to do that. So I am proud of all three of us.
1: Yes. Yeah. yes, yes. Mm.
0: Lily, why do you love yourself?
1: Yes. Tell us. Oh,
2: uh, I love, you know, I am in a good place, I suppose. Cause I love myself for many reasons. One, I'm super self reflective, <laughs> which helps because, and it's almost too intense sometimes because my joke is I can walk past a rock and be like, what does this rock mean to my life? And so sometimes <laughs> I think I go a little too far, but I feel a key part of my survival is being able to be very introspective and kind of intuitive. Um, I think it saves me in a lot of situations because I'm able to read the room and just think about what I can learn from it. Um honesty. I'm proud of myself for being able to be honest. Like the one thing that I always want to be associated with is that if I say anything to anyone, I want them to know that it's the truth, Mm -hmm. even if it means maybe hurting your feelings or even if it means friction between us. But if on the other end, we can know that it was about honesty, then I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've been trying to get in this place for like, it felt like when I was, like, 22, 23, I was like, I want to be an honest person, but it felt like something I couldn't do. Like, it felt like a distance, and I think I just had an epiphany of, like, well, you just could be. You know, you don't have to always tiptoe around people's feelings or whatever. Um, and so that came with some kinks. I think I was a little <laughs> too brash there for a while. Whoops. But, you know.
3: <laughs> when keeping I it real it goes <laughs>
2: that, Yeah That's a I memoir. That it's Yes, a memoir. I'm always coming up with memoir titles. Anthony and I were talking about this earlier. My (laughs) current memoir title is called A Whole No, uh, W H O L E, (laughs) an entire no. Um, And that's connected to something else that I won't get into. But anyway, honesty and like transparency and self reflection, these are things that I'm really into about myself right now. And today I had one of those rare moments where I, I caught myself in the mirror, and I was like, bitch, you look good. Yes. Okay. You're like, 100% that <laughs> Right. Look. I'm into this body. Yes. And, you know, as a fat, mm. like, dark skinned black woman, that's, that's always a battle. But today, um, I had a moment. And in every jumpsuit, I have a moment. Uto. Come <laughs> on. That. In every jumpsuit,
0: you have a <laughs> in moment. every
2: jumpsuit. And so, you know, I'm yeah. also believing, you know, wearing things that make you feel good and, feel empowered and you know all that so those are those are the few things not all the things but those are a few things that i love about myself in this moment
1: there's uh. like literally not enough time in the world to talk about how many things we love about you right, right? Oh, <laughs> like you. we have yeah. to Y'all stick to
2: my love language so <laughs> i am filled to the brim with love so thank uh, you love uh. that
0: okay well Lily, since the last time you were here there's been some shifts mm-hmm. in um okay. in our segments so now we got three.
1: Yeah, we got three. We got Dig In,
0: where we ta- talk about the topic of the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so today, we're trying to figure out who made the Little Smokies, Ooh. because I love a good Little Smokie.
2: Oh, I, <laughs> I love do. That. that is, yes. <laughs> I always would have that at game night. Yeah. It, I it think that's fitting. why I
0: wrote it down. It was
2: theme-specific. Theme-specific. <laughs> yes. Into it.
0: Uh, but yeah, um, we didn't get any listener letters, but we did get... Me asking a decompressing question, so that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then we have Can I Get a To Go Play where we wrap everything up and talk about flowers to give to people, which you get to do now.
1: Oh, oh, okay, yes, we'll I'm excited about we'll this. All give flowers. <laughs> this is not going to be okay, a Lili- specific situation. Lily's the and only one like, who gives flowers like, today. <laughs> you, there was like a little bit of a pause where you were like, Oh, so the pressure's on for me to give the flowers, <laughs> right? Okay.
2: okay, no, I would never I'll do that. Thinking.
3: I'll be thinking.
0: And we're back. (laughs) So, if you haven't been listening, then you need to go back and listen to the last episode because we're digging into being angry blacks.
1: That's right. Part two. Mm -hmm. So we're on the part
0: two. Because last time we were talking about how American society is a white supremacist society. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we can't, like, really, like, work and operate within those spaces, and it's really, really hard. So the reason I even brought it up was because I thought that the, we needed to come at like come at it with solutions that we could create into a collective document mm-hmm. that people could go mm-hmm. back and listen to and, like, grow into and, like, figure out when they, like, get to this point. Because, you know, like, dealing with whiteness is, like, a different journey for each person. And, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So um we're now, like, actually jumping into the solution segment. Because last time me and Nadia, like, came up with a lot of problems. Yeah, because we were... there is a lot of problems.
1: I feel like we actually, you know... <laughs> We were being angry. <laughs> like as per the theme suggested. You right. said be an angry black person. I brought my angriest black person to the conversation. Now and I'm not saying my anger
0: is gone <laughs> because it might still be here. No, it's definitely
1: still here. But today we're solution oriented with anger. With anger. Yeah. Okay. All right. At least now I know the theme. <laughs> so yeah, how are oh, we gonna man. how are we gonna start talking about um Kind of, like, how do we protect ourselves from whiteness?
0: Yeah. So, like, when I think of whiteness, I like, the first thing that goes to mind right now is just because work has been trash. I don't know about y'all, mm. but, like, in your spaces, like, w- like I work with a lot of white people <laughs> because, like, Seattle? everywhere, it's, it's Seattle. Like, yeah. even in the work that I do, like, as much as we worked with, like, people of color and, like, young people who are people of color... Like the staff is mostly like white folks and like in my department, I think we have the most people of color and we work directly with the young people. So it's really hard when you're like trying to be the voice of like reasoning between like young people's like ideas and thoughts and like trying to make sense of them to like a white audience when you know that they told you this information and told you this information in a very specific way. Mm -hmm. for you to be like, oh, we said this to you because you get it. And then I'm, like, trying to, like, turn it into this thing that we're going to turn into a legislative document. Like, that's kind of super, super hard because you have to navigate whiteness for them, which is, like, something that I think is very personal to the work that I do. There's, like, navigating whiteness for other young people of color to do well within because I have to be a catalyst. But then I'm like, am I the good black person for that reason? Which makes me really, really uncomfortable. Uh But, yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's, like, showing up to the best of my ability and the most authentic in those spaces, specifically at my job. Mm -hmm. But, like, other places, it's, like, I just, balls to the wall. I'm black as fuck and y'all can't tell me shit.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, balls Mm -hmm. to the wall. Balls Mm -hmm. to the wall, Yeah. Yes. I feel like, because we're in very different workspaces. Yes. And especially Mm -hmm. now, as I do more project work, so I'm not necessarily in the same space every day, um, I don't, like, have to be at that same desk surrounded by all the same white people every day. I feel hard. like I'm I'm surviving whiteness a little bit easier now because I don't hold on to anything. <laughs> like, I'm constantly moving, That's so good. I'm, like, I don't have to. Like, I'm here, and I'm invested in the work. Right, I'm here to do the work, and I know how to do the work well. So as long as you guys acknowledge that I'm an expert in my field— I don't really have to engage with you beyond that. And so it's created this distance, I would say, for me. I mean, I'm still at the very beginning, but like some distance in the relationships I've had with my newest like clients and coworkers that I think is really healthy for me because now I'm not spending considerable amount of time with the same people who like do the same things that really make me feel like violated. (laughs) Like like, people Mm -hmm. who like are constantly like, saying things that are definitely microaggressions that are extremely aggressive, aggressive to me that like I just can't I just can't deal with that. I feel like I'm not in one space long enough to actually encounter that. And I'm also able to put boundaries by by saying, you know, like I actually don't have a lot of time to hang around here today because I'm off to meet my next client. So it's a lot easier for me to kind of just like go in and out of spaces and not have to get sucked into some of the. I don't know, I guess I'll just say bullshit. That, that's other, right. that other folks of color have to go through when they're in the same space from like nine to five every mm-hmm. day. Um, yeah, that's my, my biggest thing. And also right now for me, I have a lot of choice in what spaces I do enter. Which is so great. it's just really great because I've like more recently started to contact Black entrepreneurs and work with them,
0: mm. and
1: how great would it be if I only had black clientele? <laughs> That's a long-term dream, but it's gonna yeah. happen because black people are on the rise as exactly. always, as always. <laughs> yeah. And so, as they, as more and more decide to go and do business for themselves, I can engage those folks and then kind of not have to enter in other spaces that are just predominantly white that I don't feel like I am valued. Yep. Or, um or I, I don't particularly like, because I just don't feel like I can show up like myself.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. That's so real. I feel that. Yeah, I think this is, like, so timely for me, because I've been filled with uh, quite a bit of rage for the past <laughs> uh, three weeks, which honestly is not a a common or default position for me, but it's been ignited, um recently. And so I guess to contextualize where my experience and advice is coming from, I'm a PhD student Mm -hmm. um, in the English department in a Midwest university. And so I'm thinking particularly about women of color in the academy, which extends to people of color in the academy also. Um, But... I think I've become, I'm always, as I was mentioning earlier, I'm always thinking about what am I learning in this moment so that I can figure out what to do differently in the future, and I've been overwhelmed with the reality that I'm surrounded by very mediocre people, very mediocre white people who are rewarded at the same rate or even more than I am when I do not do mediocre work. I do exceptional work, and it's recognized uh, similarly, and that's that's been driving me wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> that just um, hit me hard. That, like, that just that hit, hit me, me so
1: face. hard.
3: <laughs> because
2: it's, it's, this, it's this thing of, you know, there's, there's quotes and things that we hear our whole lives. Like, you have to work twice as hard to get half as much. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to hear that. And it's another thing when that becomes materialized very quickly around you. Um, and I feel like that's what's been happening, particularly in this phase. Um, of my program that I'm in. And so I've had to think a lot about how to make peace with this and, or, you know, like what to do about it or how to navigate it because one, it's always been happening. Right. But it's that I just now am bothered by it at this particular time in my life, Um, which is to say it's been happening and that it's going to keep happening. So I have to find ways to manage it or it will eat me alive. Um, and so I think particularly in the last few weeks, I've been thinking about how to uh, make peace, find peace, which is, is a troubling term because it makes it seem like it's okay. And I'm not saying that it's okay, but for my own sake and survival, I have mm-hmm. to make peace because right. the peace is about me and not about um, anyone else. Um,
0: You've preach on this day.
2: And so, you know, and it's not that, the thing that I always want to make clear, like, I don't get mad about white mediocrity because it's the bar. Like, whiteness is not my bar. Whiteness is not what I'm striving for. But I do have to consider how maddening it is um, to just know that, like, I mean, it's quite literally like, (laughs) I don't know, what was I going to say? If someone, like, colors something out of a coloring book and turns it in and is like, this is just as good as what everyone else is doing. And it's like, no, it's not. Like this is bullshit. Um, Girl, and yes. And that's just kind of what it feels so like. You know what I mean? And of course, that I'm I'm using vague examples because I'm, I'm not going to use specifics quite yet. But we might get there. We'll see. What mood I'm in in a minute? Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> How we bring it out of all you? All to say.
2: <laughs> but genuinely, all to say, I do think what I'm learning. <clears throat> women of color, people of color in academic spaces in particular, although, of course, I think this transfers to other sectors, but I can't speak to that because we know white supremacy is everywhere and we know that, you know, oppressive systems are everywhere. But um, for me, I am focusing on how to make peace with what I'm doing and knowing that it's good um, and that it's good enough for me and that although others will do far less, I can't control that. Yeah. Um, and I can only do so much about that. And maybe that'll mean the uh, spouts of rage and that'll also just have to be okay. But I can't, I can't let it eat me alive because it, it's, it's almost created to do that, you know, if I allow it to, but I don't want to be in that space. Yeah. So.
1: No, that's true. Cause actually it's so interesting. I was having that exact thought process as I walked into one of my offices today, I was like, I like my bar is so high Mm -hmm. and the people Mm -hmm. that I produce work for in some cases, their bar is so much lower than mine. So Mm -hmm. as I'm walking in this space, I'm having all this angst because I'm like, what is this meeting going to be like? How am I going to have to show up? What am I going to have to defend? And then I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) You're like already several steps ahead of them. Just show up, present your work, get your feedback, do the work. Like stop giving yourself such a hard time Mm -hmm. when like, you know, you're going to be working on stuff at a much faster and better <laughs> rate mm-hmm. than some of the other people involved. And you need to stop like that imposter syndrome.
3: Mm-hmm. You got to yeah, just like cut it, it off syndrome. at the
1: source because you are already way above the white bar. I love that you said whiteness is not my bar. I'm like, that is, that's yeah.
2: It's not because I think that's what gets conflated. Like people, you know, maybe think, Oh, are you upset because you want to do less work? And it's like, uh-uh. Some days, you know, fucking maybe. But, you know, that's not the real problem. <laughs> it's more like, <laughs> um,
3: that's a you
2: end. know what I mean? It's like, oh, I didn't know you could turn in that and that would work. But it's like, no, you know, for myself, I'm here to do good work and, and to work hard. And so I'm going to do that. Um, but that also means that I would like for my counterparts to be engaging at the same, right. same rate and same level. Exactly. And many of my counterparts do. Um, but not all. You know, we, we know mm-hmm. that that's how that works.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like real recognizes real. And if you know somebody is in your program or in your office or, like, you're working with them and you know that they're not doing, like, mm-hmm. the same level of work as you are, you're going to feel it. Like, it's so blatant and aware in, like, the way that they take up space because they'll start talking right. about something and not make zero sense about Like, they'll make zero sense. Or they'll, like, be like, oh, well... Like I didn't really understand this. I'm like, well, why didn't you ask somebody who did understand mm. it? Like why didn't Come you go on, to somebody. the person who knows? Right. Like let's talk about because experts.
2: Because they are available. Oh, you're getting close to home. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Keep
0: going. <laughs> because, like look, but it's there. Because that's like I think for like for me, um I've been working around white fragility a lot lately because of just Ooh! like the space that I've been in <laughs> has really been getting me. And a lot of the times, like, people will cop attitudes for things that I'm just blatantly saying facts. And they're like, well, I tried my hardest. And I'm like, ooh. Okay.
2: Look, your am Waka Flocka meme that's like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, I wish that you could just insert memes into moments. I yeah, know. Right.
0: <laughs> Click. Done. Because you're just like why are you so upset? It's like, I'm going to push because back. It's why? it's not
2: actually about them, quote, doing their best, unquote, but it's like, I need you to comfort me in this moment. Tell me that it's okay. To- no. You know, that- no that no.
1: like happened to no. me not in a work situation, but in another situation recently. I won't be as specific because people will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. But this man, this man flipped out out of nowhere. like people were just asking normal follow-up questions like, oh, no. oh, you know, like who's the audience? You know, you know, like, what are our key objectives because this doesn't really seem like, This seems like a a bad thing for us to exploit, essentially. and We're just trying to piece together what exactly is going on. And this white man got so upset so quickly, everybody was shook. And we were like, well, we thought these were pretty normal questions to ask. And he just kept being like, oh. And then it just like, it followed up with a bunch of, you know, not to defend myself, but... And I was like, I'm sorry, as soon as you said not to defend myself, I stopped listening. Right. Exactly. Like, that's what you're you're defending yourself. Like, oh not to make go, not to make excuses. And he just kept doing that over and over again. And then later he made a power play by like going to like hug everybody and just Mm-mm. be like, You're really great. And I was like, You just yelled at some folks. Like you hugging all of us and telling us we're great does not solve the problem of your white fertility.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: It was was weird. It was weird.
0: And that's the thing, like, when I'm thinking, like, when I think about protecting myself and then, like, moving into, like, even resting around it, like, I have to get to a point where, like, yes, like, I'm preserving myself and therefore I'm not going to, like, pull this argument with you. Mm -hmm. But I've gotten to this, like, good point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to hold all of these feelings that I have. I'm going to construct an email. There -hmm. might be three emails, but I'm going to send them at 4.57. I get off at 5.00. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sending these emails. I'm not going to touch them until I'm not even going to look at my email until I get back tomorrow. Yeah, because right. I'm like, I have to be on the clock to deal with this shit.
2: <laughs> and I right, have done exactly. it. Pay me.
0: Right. I've done it like four times now. And things have been resolved. People yeah. are like, oh, how do I deal with this? And then they have to think about it when they're sleeping at night. But I feel good because I got everything off my chest.
1: Right. I'm a big fan of the constructive email that's like kind of like a checklist. Like instead of me answering people's questions, I just I formulate an email that's like, Did you think of this? And what about this? And also could you include this? And I give them basically all of the components that I would need to then help them with what they've asked for. Mm-hmm. So they actually have to do the work and provide me with the material that I need to then move forward instead of me doing all of my work and theirs too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's been so exactly. nice. Oh, I love that. <laughs>
3: and, that's and
2: a- I like I don't it's, I just thought of uh that quote from beyonce homecoming because of course where she was like I'm not giving any more notes until I see my first notes applied and yes. like that's such a big mood yes. because we have to be strategic about our time and our energy and I think that's the part of what that looks like
0: mm-hmm. that's so real yeah but like moving forward to resting how do you rest from whiteness how do you besides like, Well, yeah, I run away from whiteness all the time. Like, literally, (laughs) sometimes I tell my partner to just not speak. Because I can't. Yeah,
1: and I just disengage (laughs) a lot. Like, I think having, like, I don't know. I've gotten, I'm more, I'm becoming more and more um accustomed to taking days off from whiteness. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. if I have meetings so what does that look like? Like if mm-hmm. I have meetings and or like hangout sessions or whatever. Like if I'm hanging out with friends or if I have meetings and they're with white people and I've kind of been oversaturated with whiteness, I will postpone them. Because rescheduling is a oh, real ass thing like yeah. and you're allowed to do it and i feel like when you're like you like people really hate rescheduling but there's absolutely nothing wrong with it and people are never offended because people love getting time back yes and so mm-hmm. i have become a big fan where i'm just like you know i'm not feeling well today and it doesn't actually matter like i don't have to tell them why i'm not feeling well and mental like illness is an illness so i can exactly. take a sick yeah. day So, and it's not even that I'm taking a sick day. I legitimately will stay home on my couch and work, but I will work in an environment that's more comfortable to me, where I know that, okay, if I take this day to be by myself, tomorrow I might be able to go to those meetings. Like, and and that's, maybe. And that's, like, very, like, that has a lot to do with the, like, the level of anxiety that I usually reach and also, like, my um, severe depression. Like, I Uh I know when it's time for me to not engage. Because the thing is, when I do engage... When I am that low, people don't like me <laughs> because I become real black real fast. And they they didn't like – they don't want that, Nadia. They really – not in a work setting.
0: <laughs> right. My code switching goes out the window. Out the window. Out the window when yes, I'm not that.
2: I love that good. shirt, too tired to code
0: switch. Because I that's exactly the mood.
1: It's just like I forget where I'm at. Like it's like I black out and then I'm on the other side of the meeting and then they're like, what happened, Nadia? <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit, was I myself for a second? I hate that we have to apologize for
2: that, too, but that's real. No. no, And that's the thing.
0: I've stopped apologizing for that. The moment I get real black at work and people get quiet, I'm just like, okay, I'm going back to my office now. That's literally my answer every (laughs) single time. I'm going back to my office now.
1: I ask a lot of follow-up questions. Did what I say, was that not factual? (laughs) (laughs) You then reframe... Yes, (laughs) Gemini! You reframe the situation to see if they will give you their honest opinion on what just happened in the room.
2: (laughs) You do have... Oh, you have to push people, though, to really be honest. People
1: do not like... They're not gonna give you that. Mm -hmm. Right. They're not. Not in passive-aggressive Seattle, and I'm sure not in passive-aggressive Lawrence, Lawrence, Kansas. mm, No.
2: Right.
0: Mm -mm. That's just... Yeah. No. That's real real. But how, like... How do you what does rest? resting look like? Yeah, yeah. what does resting look like? Let's talk about that.
2: <laughs> Some rest. Um I think my pathway to rest is always through community, through black community, through black and brown community. Um, that's the resources that I've been relying on and tapping into the past few weeks and I think what also allows me to um, see things a little differently right now in my world is that I am very, very, very grateful to be surrounded by the, I guess, uh, largest black and brown community that I've ever been connected to because mm. in undergrad, I mean, it was in Manhattan, Kansas. Come on. Like, I didn't have any, <laughs> hardly any black or brown friends. I mean, it was just a very small, white, conservative town. So, yeah. Uh, my options were limited and people have lived in Manhattan and found black and brown folks. That wasn't it for me, but moving to Lawrence, um, it's like so many people here and it's such a special community, but it's many communities. It's not just one, um, which is also helpful. Yeah. But I think for me, community gets me on the direction to rest because in community I can, I can run these, Um, experiences and thoughts by folks to literally be like, I'm not, am I tripping? Am I bugging? Like, you know, I have to really think, am I actually going crazy? Like, you know, using that very intentionally, like, you know, and I think our communities function as those mirrors for those moments um, where we can sit with each other, honestly, and be like, no, you're not tripping, and this would also hurt my feelings in these ways by this, this, and this. So, you know, I'm also bothered by white mediocrity or white fragility no. in these ways in my own workspace. And it becomes, um, what's the word? You know, it becomes hard to hear, like, how many other people actually can resonate with such mm-hmm. difficult experiences because it does tell us how common it is, but it right. also allows me to know I'm not tripping and that my feelings are valid. Um, And then I'm a person who needs to process and talk a lot. And so, you know, good communities allow you to do that also. And so to not exhaust (laughs) one group of people, because, you know, we have, we all have our own things. I can tap into multiple communities to share these things. And slowly it brings me some clarity and it starts to bring me some peace. And then it's not running around my head a lot because I I think y'all may share some of this where, you know, a situation will happen and I'm, I'm replaying it in my head a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to the point where I can't think about anything else. And that. That, then that starts to annoy me because I'm like, you're not worth this space in my head. Right. So I need to either type it out and maybe share it with like virtual communities where there's like virtual grad groups of color or, you know, something like that or friends who are not close. Um But at, it, it's through those correspondences that I'm like... Okay. Yes. These are people who I trust. These are people who, unfortunately, have similar experiences, and and they're affirming me in a way that allows me to kind of release that burden mm-hmm. off right. of me. Um, and and that all of those steps um, are very critical to finding rest, because mm-hmm. without that, it's just, it's then it's just me and it's just rolling around and it's it's heavy. Um, but you know those those friends make it make it a bit lighter, and so. I'm grateful for that lately. That's
0: that's real. I think, like, even today, like, me picking up Nadia. (laughs) Like, we were literally sitting in the car. We got in the car, and it was like, hey, what's up? And we were just like, we're surviving. We're trying our best. And then we, like, vented about our days. Mm -hmm. And then we came Mm -hmm. here, and everything was fine. (laughs) Like, it was, like, a lot easier to, like, exist and navigate the space. There really is something essential. Like, not even, like,
2: luxury, but essential about having someone to... Share those
1: burdens with. Oh, yeah. It like, I don't even, I didn't even know it was going to come out of me. And all of a sudden it was like, mm-hmm. it was just like yelling at the world, and Isaac was just listening.
0: <laughs> because that's what happened. And happens. then there and was Isaac like a
1: shift. Like, and it like, we didn't even notice. It was like 30 seconds, and Isaac was yelling. <laughs> and I was like, mm mm-hmm, yes. yep, that's right. <laughs> Uh-huh. So yeah, I can do- I can totally relate to that community space is definitely rest. Right.
0: And this is like super funny because I remember doing like th- this is like a side tangent I'm doing right now because mm-hmm. Lily has always been good about tying things like time each question that I've came up with together mm-hmm. because the next one was like how are we going to create space for healing and rest and like all of the different <laughs> things to pre- because Lily has always been this person. It's the PhD
1: yeah, it's the PhD. It's the
0: PhD. PhD. That's what it is. Is
1: that what it is? She real smart. Oh <laughs> she be like, She's smart, smart. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: facilitation, the teacher. Yes, yes. The life. And you know what I, mean? I just take
1: us in all these type of directions. And I was like, so that's not at all what I was talking about. <laughs> but I'd like to go over here. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I think it's true, sure, sure, sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, we can take it that way, too. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but how do you create oh, space so for funny. all of you in a world that is not built for you?
1: Mm. I invite. Merci I invite only black people over. Sometimes that's it. That's, that's like, the mood. Yeah. I'm just like so. I'm gonna have some folks over to my apartment, and they're only gonna be black. Yep. Or people of color, mm-hmm. honestly, like people yeah. of color. I'll mm-hmm. open okay. it up and just like you know bring them in, and then we'll have food, and we'll have lots of wine, and we'll have a lot of venting, mm-hmm. um, and good mm-hmm. music, and yeah, it's just kind of that's like a good way for me to to create that space.
0: Right. Um,
1: I also post mostly almost exclusively (laughs) about blackness. (laughs) Like, Uh I I don't know when that started happening. must have been years ago. But, like, if I'm going to have my spaces online, social media-wise, I'm only going to be talking about spaces where I can exist. Um, Uh So it's, like, mostly just talking about black, brown, queer folk. Right. Um, Yeah.
0: And that, like, even transcends to, like, the pop culture that I consume. Uh Like... Lily knows I am all here for like anything anime, anything like sci-fi. That is me. That is who I am as a person. And I only discuss those things with black and brown people. Mm -hmm. I don't know when Uh that started happening, but like all of my friends who know about the animes I'm watching, they're black. And we're talking about it from a black experience. Love I'm like, that. this show is wild, and the reason why is because this like pink alien like black woman. Because we know she's coded as black, but we're not. Nobody's gonna say that because she's pink. Mm-hmm. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: we go there, mm. and that's my favorite thing about it. Like, me and Anthony can talk like at length about shit like
2: this. <laughs> Y'all sure can. <laughs>
0: it's like hour long conversations <laughs> of us just going to t- like me, Anthony, and Javon sitting in a like room. We could talk about these things for like eight hours straight, and just be like, and this this and that and going back and forth and it's just like I'm never tired about it I could do it for mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. but it's like the only time that I'm like oh I can actually talk about the things I want to talk about because when I talk about white people in comic books they're like oh yes I'm really into Superman I'm like okay the man who literally is the epitome of whiteness like can we talk about mm. that like right. and nobody wants to go there My people don't want to go there with you no <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only place I want to be at yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah that's real
2: Dating space. Uh, so I've been thinking about. Okay, so I've been, I guess I've been sorting through three things. So one is how to find peace and make peace with like mediocrity and just the situations that you're in. Um, another for me has been, um, I guess, like knowing my truth and true self as connected to what my like goals are for the moment. Mm-hmm. So, um, So for me, so this is this is connected to a story that I think will we'll clarify. Um so it's like, you know, when you get closer to writing your dissertation, one of the most ideal things that can happen for most people, not all, is to to get a fellowship, which is getting money like just to write without having to teach. I said mm-hmm. For some people, they like need or want the teaching schedule because it helps them keep structure and the so line. on. But I really, really wanted and kind of hoped to be on fellowship just to have it. But lucky, I'm kind of also the person that needs structure, so maybe in the end it'll be a good thing, whatever. <laughs> but basically, I applied to two rounds of fellowships within my department and some out and I've been like rejected from all of them and this will get into my third point how to handle rejection Mm -hmm. but um the first time I was rejected from the department it was basically like your project's underdeveloped and it definitely was so I'm like okay I hear that (laughs) and they're like you know but apply again we can see potential so then I like restructure my whole project where like a portion of it from before it was the same, but it was mostly different. But I was like, okay, I think this is a lot better. Um, I feel really good about it. Mm -hmm. It's my current dissertation project, so I submit that. And the feedback was essentially, um, like, you know, this is a good project that has a lot of potential, but the reason that I was rejected the second time is it said I did not uh, progress as rapid or steady as other students. And so those are the students who were awarded. And so me being the self-reflecting person that I am, I had to be like, okay, what do I do with this, with this information? So I'll I'll put a pin there to interject another story to help you understand how I process rejection. So um, through this other group that I'm in with um, like some women of color mentors, there was this thread about like how to... Process rejection in a, like, healthy manner. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like two strands. Like, one strand is being able to recognize where people are either in your lane or out of your lane, and also kind of recognizing if the things that hurt you, if they're true or not. So to use something specific for me, some feedback that I got on another fellowship, I'm interested in, like, fat representation in the media. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And so I was writing um, about, like, It's important for marginalized people to see themselves in the media that they consume, specifically white people. And one commenter was basically like, why is that important? And so that is a comment that doesn't mean anything to me because it communicates (laughs) to me that we're in two different lanes. Exactly, yes. If if you don't know that, there's nothing else for us to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, I cannot convey that to you in more than three pages. But then there were other comments on a separate round of feedback that was like, I think you could benefit from more nuanced research questions. And that one kinda of stung because I was like, ooh, I already kind of thought that, but I was hoping nobody would say that. So now I need to I need oh, to work with it, that? but I'm like, okay. Damn, right, damn. right. Like, oh, you yeah.
3: saw you saw those. Yeah, okay.
2: oops. And so but what it taught me was like, okay, that's stung. So what can I do with that thing? That means that it's a little close to home, but that's good because I can make it productive. Right. So back to this comment that I got on the second round of applications where it says I I don't move as rapid or steady so at first Mm -hmm. it stung a little bit and I was like okay you're right I don't move as rapid or steady but let's think about why it's because y'all have me out here as your diversity show pony and I'm doing all of this service and I do all of these conferences and not all of this is connected to being the diversity show pony but some of it is but you know things that we know about people of color women of color in spaces is that you have to do more work um, Mm -hmm. in emotional and other laborious ways and so You know, I've co-led two student organizations. I've done 10 or more national conferences since I've been here. I don't have peer-reviewed articles yet, but I have a couple of essays. My service on campus is just too much, you know. It's peer mentoring, undergraduate students of color, all these things. So I, I had to come to this moment where I'm like, okay, I do many, many, many things in the department that other graduate students don't do. So I would hope that those students would be outriding me. Like, you should be doing that if you're not doing anything else. Right. Um, But I had to kind of go to a woman of color mentor to be like, can you help me figure this out? Because it helped me see I had lost thought of the goal of putting writing first no matter what. Mm -hmm. So these are the consequences now that I have to pay. And so I feel like moving forward to bring this all back (laughs) to the question of how do I create space? Um, in places that aren't built for me is I have to make sure I'm staying true to the things that I need to do to get through. And for me right now, that's writing and producing Mm -hmm. and publishing. And so if I don't keep that um, first, then I am going to pay the consequences of not being rewarded despite doing other good work. But if I can now know to refocus that Um, And to keep that at the front and that if it doesn't fit, then I can say, no, now that's going to help me. So although it was through a rejection, it taught me something valuable that I feel like I can use. But it's also, I'm not sure yet that I want to be a professor. But in the event that I do, I feel like this is a good lesson to learn now rather than say when I'm trying to get tenure. Because I can see how people who would try to do something later in their career wouldn't, you know, would be denied tenure because they were doing too much service or doing too much of this or that Mm -hmm. and not focusing on writing. And so I do feel grateful for, you know, learning it early. So that's why I think I'm always pushing people to be as, I guess, introspective as possible to see if you can catch some of those gems now so that it won't hurt as much later. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Yeah. And I love, I love that you made it, you know, like, kind of like this reflection on how do you deal with rejection? Because especially for me, so because I, Became unemployed um, at the very end of March, and since last November, was looking for a job. Mm
3: -hmm. Um,
1: Mm -hmm. I've gotten hella, (laughs) hella, hella rejections. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. more, more. I've applied for more jobs in that time period than I ever have in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's mostly just because I've been lucky in a lot of cases. I've had a lot of connections in a lot of cases, and I just like will apply for something, and more times than not, I would get it. Um, In all of these cases, that was not true. And I just kept going through further and further along in the process. And then even the very end, even being flown out to another city, interviewing, talking to all these people, talking to the CEO of the company and being like, yes, I just did that. And then getting rejected. um, Just like completely derailed my self-esteem because I kept telling myself, like, you're really good at what you do. And in every Mm -hmm. work environment you've been in, you've thrived at what you do. You don't necessarily thrive in those spaces, but those spaces aren't for you. But the work you're doing, like you're constantly getting feedback that you do incredible work. Right. And I had to like it Spent I spent a lot of time thinking about that and realizing that is the thing that I should be focusing on. I do incredible work. People love working yeah. with me. So why am I keep, why do I keep trying to enter all of these spaces that are not for me when mm. I can continue to do incredible work that I love doing and that people already say I'm very good at? in my own space, so I created my own space. Um, and so that kind of led me on that journey to be like, you know what, I can be self-employed because a ton of people are going to want to work with me. Right. And then that means I can create my own working environment instead of trying to fit into all of these other ones that keep trying to reject me. And I don't have to take any of those rejections personally because I probably didn't fit in those spaces in a lot of ways. Um, but when I was go- reflecting too on those interview processes, I found a lot of faults in those spaces as well. I wasn't all hundred percent in on any of those places. Um, and it seems like the only place that I'm 100 percent in is my own. <laughs> and so really like I taking a lot point. of those self like reflections that you were talking about and trying to zero in on like, OK, what makes sense based on that feedback? Right. Um, so I really like that because it can be I don't know. Rejection is really hard. Um, mm-hmm. And especially when it's, you know, in a lot of ways, like, especially when it's getting in the, in the way of a lot of your major milestones, the things that you want to do for your career, your personal life. Um, it can be really, really hard to deal with, but how can we take a lot of the, that feedback and deal with it constructively, but also just keep moving forward because that's really the only direction for us to go.
3: Yeah,
0: that's real. That's like I think about this a lot because right now I'm having like this like career crisis where I'm just like, am I doing what I really want to do? Um, <laughs> which is like always fun. Uh, I, I think feel like about it's it. like
1: constant in everybody's life all the time, <laughs> yeah. though.
0: I'm like, am I really doing what I want to do? (laughs) And it's hard because it's like, I love the work that I do. Mm -hmm. I know it doesn't pay well. I know that I'm never going to be rich off the work that I do. And I know that like, I'm basically like just doing this until like I burn out. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Let me move on to a new population to serve. (laughs) Like, this is going to be great because like, I want to serve people. And that's like my purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, wow. The reason why that I am ever getting burned out is because I don't fit into the space, which, like, is just not something that I'm thinking about. I don't fit into the space. It's not I don't do the work well. Right. It's, like, the space is what's causing me to have all the turmoil and all the distrust and all the, like, pain. Because it's not, like, like, I have all these white man's papers that I got from going to school for so long. (laughs) And so, like, I should be knowing what I'm doing. Like, I'm an expert for, like the time being and what I'm doing. And, like, yes, my professional career has been really, really awesome. But at what point do I get to, like, be happy just doing my work and not feeling like I have to also play the white man's game at the same time as doing my work? And I think that's, like, a really important thing that I think creating space for me to, like, exist outside of it is really important. So thank you for mentioning that, Lily, because, like, I... My rejection experience has been, like, really really like low lately which is nice it's mm-hmm. been really mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> like it used to <laughs> yeah, not now, the <laughs> imposter syndrome kind of flew out the window and now I'm just like I know what I do and I do it well Like, mm-hmm. and it's nice um,
2: I think we really I think that's so critical because I also tell myself okay I want to put myself out there more I need to be applying to more things than this but that also means handling more rejection so I have to get very real about mm-hmm. how am I going to do that right. <laughs> and can I do that because I think that also will you know eat us alive if we don't have the proper toolkit um, but for me that's the, being able to parse out the different kinds of rejection we get has absolutely saved my mindset and it turns it into something productive Because I don't I'm not a everything happens for a reason kind of person but I am a you can find something out of anything if you want to
0: mm. absolutely come on reframe absolutely. yes reframe I like
2: that. <laughs> revision.
1: That's what Anthony likes to say. A Steady revision. Yeah. <laughs> me, no, that. I like that. I like that.
0: Ooh. Okay, well, we are going to get into a decompression question
2: next. Oh. <laughs> yes, decompression.
0: I made the little smokers.
1: That was abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> I made the little smokies.
0: I made. the little smokies. Y'all know I can't sorry, cook, but I try I wasn't my best. Ready.
1: How did you? I how did you put them, them together? What'd you put in those smokies? Yes,
2: what's your recipe, Isaac?
0: Okay, you ready? You ready? Yeah, love.
2: Yeah. Oh God. Yes.
0: At the forefront, <laughs> love and love only. <laughs> we'll make I mean, these little love smokies live. Okay, wait. I'm
2: sorry. This is a tangent, but I know y'all seen that, like. Black Mamas Trying Soul Food video.
0: Yes, I started and, watching it.
2: And it was very clear. Like, everyone was like, the mama who was hating the most got the lowest score, but the one who was the most kind got the highest score. <laughs> and it's because the soul really is involved in making the food. So love is be. an important ingredient, yes. Love is an
0: important ingredient. Your ingredient. The rest of it is just air. I kind of microwaved it. Oh, God. You know. Oh, whoa. <laughs>
3: Don't, I don't, don't about tell me. nobody that. Don't be eating that. these smokies.
2: <laughs> don't tell nobody that. Okay. What Isaac meant to say was that he does it in a crock pot with with or or the oven with barbecue sauce and the secret ingredient yeah. of grape jelly or blackberry jelly. Dang, I
1: didn't know that.
0: Wait, cuz now I'm shook. What?
2: Yes, that's what I that's how I make my little smokies. I mean, that's how a lot of people make their little smokies. But Lily, how
1: many salts do you put in those smokies? <laughs> <laughs> like, because you know, I don't I love like my food when my bland.
2: friends Come for me because they know me. Okay, I overseason my food, but would you rather have overseason food or under season over season. food? Overseason. No? Overseason. Exactly. 100%. Exactly.
1: Over exactly. exactly. We're not going to exactly. fight that. And I will say, I would eat your food over Isaac's. That's fair. Oh.
0: That's, that's very much. I want to be very clear. Because
1: I mean, I'm the mom, so I would kind
2: exactly. of exactly. No, it's
0: wild. Okay, this is all a tangent. I don't even think we have to touch the decompression question because we're just going <laughs> to talk about cooking. Let's
2: talk about who so, made the little smoky.
0: <laughs> I have been cooking lately. That's weird. I have been trying How do my you? best.
2: Oh my baby, tell me. Okay, tell me something that you made recently that okay. you're very proud of.
0: Okay, so I was I had to make a salad for work, <laughs> and I was like, Josh, like what do like I a need? No, just like a salad for myself because I'm not letting anybody else eat this. What
1: kind of salad? Because you said you were cooking and then you said salad.
0: No, because I had to, so I put (laughs) pause. You know I don't know what I'm doing, y'all.
1: It's like if you're like, what's your favorite recipe?
0: And I was
2: like, I mean, those mm. lines had to be connected, but a salad is still assembling. So I'm here. I made a bowl of cereal. (laughs) <laughs> oh that so, sounds so good I'm that does
0: sound good that. i'm not gonna lie i
2: love throat. apple jacks yes <laughs> Ooh, come on apple okay jacks. Isaac, tell us about tell us, <laughs>
1: tell about, us about the, the salad. salad
0: so i had to make tempeh to put in my salad
1: oh. you did cook okay. i okay. grilled it okay you cooked
0: i made it work and the tempeh did not turn out that bad now mind you i can't tell you what tempeh is
1: isn't it soy
0: I think
2: so. That sounds right. Is it tofu with Jason?
0: It's tofu with Jason. It's adjacent, yes. It's for tofu with sure. Jason. <laughs> but like, I was trying to figure out what I was gonna make, and Josh was like, "Oh, make some tempeh." And I was like, what? "That's a
1: white bougie thing to say."
0: Yeah, I got it from Whole Foods.
1: <laughs> I mean, I got it from Whole Foods. Oh, but it was cheap. This is getting okay. What's cheap? But it was cheap. Was cheap for tempeh.
0: Like three dollars.
1: At Whole Foods. Okay, that's cheap. Like three (laughs) dollars.
0: It was three dollars. Oh, okay. The thing about Whole Foods in Seattle, I don't know about Whole Foods in the Midwest, but Whole Foods in Seattle, you can find really treat produce if you go to Whole Foods on a good day.
1: That's because Amazon owns it now.
0: Yeah. It's, like, it's oh, getting there. It's really? getting where it needs to go.
1: Yeah, because Amazon is, like, known for giving you the best value. And so when they took over Whole Foods, they had to decrease some of their prices. Exactly.
2: I did not know that. To be wow. on brand.
1: But it's still too expensive. It's so. still too expensive. Right. And there's no Whole Foods in Lawrence. It's in Kansas
2: City. anyway even if, if even if it was across the street, it wouldn't.
0: But you know, I, choice, used but... Checkers, mm. I, I used to fuck with Checkers though. I love Checkers. I used to fuck with Checkers.
1: They good produce, and my mom was like, "They got the best deal for bananas in town." My mom used to call me about deals. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I loved I love it too. That so and she'd be like, "You know, Checkers has the cheapest bananas. I think they're like 19 cents a pound or something." She'd Ooh. brag what? and brag and brag. Yeah, go to Checkers. I bet you they're still 19 cents a pound. I'm kind of into that. <laughs> my mom's there I every should. Thursday. I
2: love Sprouts and Aldi, but I
1: haven't, I haven't Ooh. made my way to the Checkers. I do love Aldi. I get, I used Aldi to get that. all my. Mm. They have really Aldi good prices lately because
2: I've been getting into houseplants, and so their boxes serve me well because I can mm. put their boxes in the back of my SUV to carry all my plants. So, oh, I yes. Love that. Girl, I'm Double getting into houseplants to too. <gasps> no, Lily
0: got into houseplants after we got into houseplants. Let's talk about who came first.
2: So you're saying. Oh, why did this become that? But okay. <laughs> I feel like where are being. Wait, when did you get your first houseplant? I mean, you're probably right, but.
0: We oh, got ours when we went to Home Depot. Um, was that, was that A at months the beginning? January?
2: January. Okay, nope, got my first one in December, but that was cute, but it oh. sounds like around the same time.
1: Honestly, I didn't want to introduce competition. I wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> the Aries jumped out. And you I know, like, and you know I, like, I switched real quick. I'm like, actually... <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> Let me be quiet.
0: <laughs> but I just remember... Lily was the first one. Remember that one time we made that um, Facebook video mm-hmm. where we was in Queer Queerby yeah. and we were talking about how we were gonna become plant connoisseurs.
1: Yeah, we were gonna help design homes with plants. With
0: plants in them. Ooh, and Lily was one of the I first people that. to comment on there and be like, Nope.
1: Both Lilies. Lily and Liam.
0: Both of them. <laughs> You Liam goes.
1: Said no? Liam goes. You know the only plant in your home is fake. I was like, you just put me out there like that.
3: Well,
0: oh, oh,
1: I did
2: not say that. You didn't say it. And We were hurt. We were. <laughs> we were both
0: hurt.
1: <laughs> I didn't say that.
0: You didn't say that, but you were on the comment like, ooh.
1: You're like, I don't know about that. I don't
0: know about that. And I said that.
1: Oh, I'm so ashamed. I will. <laughs> I will tell everybody now that I have seven plants that are alive and thriving. Right. I got five. Yes. One of which is I think a basil I
2: have plant. Twelve. But some of mine oh,
3: yeah.
2: are I well, I've got a lot of energy. I have twelve, yes. And my mm. peace these blooming. I'll send you pictures. Actually I put it on Instagram already, but some of them, um I think I bought a moisture meter yesterday. This is how I know I'm getting more committed. Dang because I haven't
1: <laughs> Yeah, I have you're an committed
2: overwatering and underwatering problems. So <laughs> Oh, I'm actually I really mean, good at
1: getting that exact amount of water because my mom taught no me idea. that as a kid. She my mom's like okay, huge I need to get a huge
2: lesson. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, I,
0: yeah.
2: I yeah. love it. But yeah, there are moisture meters if that is something that you feel you need to purchase.
3: I like that.
2: Yeah, I, I like learned that. it because nice. there's. The, I'm in this like houseplant group on Facebook, which is quite entertaining. But I've also learned a lot there. And so that's Maybe where we I learned need to about the moisture it. meter. Okay, I, I'm it. adding we you actually right now <laughs> because these... These people are they don't mess around. outrageous. Oh it is like, okay, just since we're on a full tangent, let's just really go there. Do you know that plant nudes are a thing? Apparently, people will take pictures, like they'll be naked, but they assemble themselves. They assemble themselves. I just their thought plants. of somebody who would do that. In front, I would do exactly it. in front of themselves and then take a picture. I didn't wow. know that was a thing. I, I, I should I start
1: sending plant nudes. Although I just don't know how popular they'll be within the audiences that I currently
2: have. <laughs> well, like, that doesn't am, that, I I, like am I doing it for them? Am I doing it for me? I think I wouldn't <laughs> send this to someone outside of a house plant person, but, you know, to each their own. I feel like I want (laughs) to expand
1: some horizons.
0: I just feel like I have a partner that I can just send these photos to. Oh, you do
1: have a partner. And he'll just have to accept it. The bougie one that suggests (laughs) tempeh.
0: Okay, leave him alone. That's the whole thing. (laughs) Leave him alone.
1: Okay, you both have been at it. I look forward
2: to all the laughs that we will share and all the love and all of the good suggestions.
1: Yes. yes, and I'm about to. I'm start. I'm gonna try to do like a little mini garden on my patio as soon as me Isaac too. takes me to Home Depot. Yeah, we gotta. Go. I'm gonna try and grow Ooh. some tomatoes because now that I have basil, I want to make like summer salads. Oh, so like, basil! Tomatoes. Yeah, I want to get some basil. So I'm your basil's some, doing well. My basil is thriving. It looks so good. Wow. Yeah, And it it lives inside or outside? It lives inside. It's on my little window ledge because that window gets so much light. So much
0: light. And So so, it needs light. Yeah,
1: it needs light. So it's right there. And then it also is really easy to take care of because the other day I think I'd missed watering it a day and it looked a little wilted and I put water in the next day it sprung up just like like it's been happy. That's what
2: I love about the peace lily. She is a dramatic one. Her (laughs) whole leaves will drop All the way. You give her a little water and she's back. I love a communicative plant. Yes, right.
1: Tell me what you need so I can help you grow. So that I do not want to guess. Yeah.
0: Well, I had planted (laughs) parsley the parsley. Yeah. Did you plant parsley? Yeah, I I, I planted I thought you were still sitting on that. I was still sitting on it because I didn't think I was going to do it before I moved. But then I was like, Isaac, don't let. Anybody control this plant's life, yeah. and I was like, love what we're gonna make it! We're gonna make it pop!"
1: Wow, is it looking good?
0: It, she's she's growing.
1: Okay, because you know I'm gonna need she's some of that parsley. From yeah, my, I've been making like chickpea salads, and parsley is right. real good.
2: In I was gonna say to circle back quickly to food, Nadia, your food pictures online <laughs> always make me want to be a better person. They make uh... me want to eat better things, and they make me like. Girl.
1: every I mean, the <laughs> composition, the aesthetic, I'm into it. I'm and living. Just, oh, my gosh. I started true. cooking. I've been cooking so much because I'm on a budget. Right. And I, this is like the first time in my life where I'm I like, be. be realistic, Nadia, because for a long time now, you've been spending. Actually, I wasn't spending outside of mm-hmm. my of my um, like budget because I was making more money consistently and now I'm like okay you don't know like exactly what every month's gonna look like so let's have a budget for real. And Mm -hmm. so that I've been like doing all, I've been doing mostly only grocery shopping and Mm -hmm. then cooking I've been making like, like chickpea salads, I've been doing a lot of oats, yogurt, berries, I've been doing some lentils, some dal, so making it with like turmeric and curry. And I've just been, oh, coconut rice. Oh, if you like, if you don't think brown rice tastes that good, make coconut brown rice, because if you put coconut milk in your brown rice, it basically tastes just as good as white rice. Like I was so shocked. Really? um, So I do that with some curry, um, a lot of roasted veggies. Yes. The other day I did Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, and bacon and just roasted that bad boy up and that it was exactly so like okay.
2: good okay. okay this is how I want to be eating my problem I'm not there yet but I'll get there Girl, I'm, comes I'm, in, look, I'm in, searching in, for in harmony balance. and balance I used mm-hmm. to say me and my therapist were working on balance and then I was talking to a friend Taché, and she said She likes to go for harmony, because balance kind of seems like it has to be equal, but harmony is more like it just has to work together, (sighs) and that's better for me. Because I think because now I work out more, I eat almost more trash, because I'm like, oh Mm. yeah, I did Zumba for 40 minutes, lol. <laughs> and then I have to remember like, wait, that doesn't cancel out
1: Popeye's.
2: So, Honestly yes, it sometimes Maybe. it does. Sometimes
1: it does.
0: I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean.
1: Like I just feel like that support. That's so true though. When you work out more, you're just like, I deserve this
0: Exactly. Right.
1: I'm every I'm like, I deserve Literally
2: all of this, yep. and That's then I'm right. like, mm-hmm. why? Yeah, why is this
0: working? No, it's like me and Josh will go on a run together, and I'll come back and I'm like, let's go to Wingstop, and Josh was like, I'm cooking. I'm like, yes, no, let's Wingstop. go to Wingstop. Who wouldn't want to
1: go to Wingstop, yes. especially after Honestly. a run? Get that protein,
3: <laughs>
0: right?
2: Yes. and to be clear working out is not always about losing weight because no it's, it's not at Let's every size and working out has many 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 benefits so I just had to you no, know, I like that. clarify
1: because working but. out for me is just taking is working out for me is my rest <laughs> right like that's my break Ooh. that's my getting away from everything and like that's how I that's how I like get my energy back especially like when it's sunny out I've mm-hmm. been just like oh mm. I actually have to rush to this thing but I'm gonna decide to walk home instead of taking the bus because being in the the sun and taking the time to just walk by myself feels good. Yep, It's like a rest.
2: That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank
3: you.
0: Okay, do we feel decompressed?
1: I feel really decompressed.
2: This I did. Too. <laughs> I I feel, I, y'all make me so happy. I love y'all so much. It's unfair to everyone else. <laughs> I just, y'all are my babies and I feel very, very happy and this is giving me good feelings for my defense tomorrow and for the rest of the week. Yes. It is finals uh, week, so you know it's yes. just going to be a lot of Hmm. hoopla with students and stuff and so this is this is I'm very grateful to be in community with y'all so thank you I feel decompressed
0: Uh. Mm. okay well let's do you Isaac you know always
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's a gross exaggeration oh my god like you know always I've seen you show up in my place and I don't even know Uh, what has happened to you there's days
0: Um, I do feel very decompressed after like today I feel like this is exactly what I Mm -hmm. needed I didn't realize it was what I needed but I knew like
1: exactly exactly yeah
0: I didn't know but it's here now it's here now
1: I love y'all.
2: And Nadia, you said you felt decompressed.
1: I do. And you know what? After this, I'm also going to, I got some samples of CBD lotion. I'm just going to rub it on my neck and shoulders. Oh, Come on, CBD. Gonna... Report, report back to me about I that. I will. Yes. I will. I got them, like, they were having, they were just had some free samples out um, at our, my yoga studio. So I just mm. grabbed a bunch. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I was I like, one it. is not a number I know. At all? Mm. <laughs> Oh, my God. Put that on my tombstone. (laughs) New memoir title. One is not
2: a number I know. I'm tweeting that immediately. Please. Uh, Please do.
0: (laughs) And we're back (laughs) to give out some flowers. Yes. Uh,
1: Are we giving flowers out? I love flowers.
0: I do love flowers too. I want to first, we're gonna like round robin the table. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, how many rounds
1: though? So, yeah, we gotta have some (laughs) limits. Let's have some limits. I like that. Stretch is important.
0: (laughs) Um, two, let's do two rounds. Two Two rounds.
1: rounds. Okay, Okay. I gotta be choosy.
0: Okay. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Um. I first want to give flowers out to my camping crew because I went camping. <laughs> That's I'm dumb. I'm sorry.
2: When That's... you say camping, can you use that in a sentence? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Like so... my rescue word camping, like going out into the 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 wilderness camping. I just want to be clear. I just I told I told, sure I told him my voice, not to go. I told I'm him. I'm pulling it back. <laughs> I'm pulling it back. I'm very sorry. This is your moment. I'm going to shut up now.
0: <laughs> so I went camping with my partner who decided to take me to the Olympic National Park.
1: That's where I for my birthday two years ago.
0: Yeah. Did you go to the Hull Rainforest? Yep. That sounds yeah. pretty. Yeah. 'Cause
1: we went to the yeah uh, Pacific Coast.
0: Yeah, and so we were on the water. Yeah. Like we were right above the water. Um, there was like this like nice lodge, like cabin thing that you could go in, like stay in the lodges, and we drove right past it. And I was like, Excuse me?
1: <laughs> you were like, That nice lodge <laughs> is our
0: stop. I was like, right. There's lodges out here? And they were just like, No, Isaac, like, we're camping outside. I was like, mm. see, but mm. now I know there's a lodge. Mm. Which means exactly. that we could have so stayed there. You should have
2: ruined it. You should have never let me see the lot. Mm-hmm. Do you know where
1: else you could have stayed?
0: At home. <laughs>
1: in well, your home. <laughs> absolutely. But, you know, Forks is right there. Right?
0: I'm not going to Forks. I'm not about to play with none of these vampires. Forks
1: is right there. And they got motels.
0: Mm-mm. I'm sorry,
1: and me did and, you and say Christina.
0: Vampires. Vamp- yeah. Do you remember Twilight?
1: That's where.
2: I mean, through other people's memory, yes. I yes. never yes. Yeah, yeah. it. So
0: Twilight is based in Forks, Washington. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. and so it's like all like people actually will go out to Forks for like they'll come to Seattle and be like I need to take a trip to Forks because that's where Twilight was filmed which is just like that's just you know. I don't think Twilight Forks was is, actually filmed it wasn't, it wasn't
0: filmed and in Forks it.
1: is also really like not interesting at all it's a small town more. and it's kind of creepy and me and my friend Christina stayed in a motel there once because we just wanted to go the whole rainforest and we wanted yeah. to stay somewhere cheap so we stayed in a motel there which was it was fine but it's just like it feels like creepy small town yeah
0: like, uh-huh, eerie uh-huh. stuff
1: could happen.
0: And, the like, the weather there That's is scary. exactly what you see in the show. Like, yeah. it's very overcast. It's yes. always overcast. So, like, that day when we left, it was supposed to be, like, 81 degrees in Seattle. Mm-hmm. We got to the coast, and it was a smooth 57. And I was, like, oh. absolutely not. Like, yeah. this is all already going to shit. I hate everything. <laughs> I didn't say it out loud because I was, like, I'm here. And, like, I'm here for my partner. And, like, he wants me to have a great time. And... Surprisingly, it was like bomb. Like I had a really Sorry. good time. It? Yeah, okay. it was. <laughs> was it? it was. It was so no, interesting. No, I,
2: I meant that genuinely. I have a problem with saying things that sound sarcastic, but that wasn't what. I have that same problem. <laughs> this is why we get along so well.
0: It's true, but yeah, true. it was Our
2: souls recognize
0: each other. Yes, because it was like we. But you enjoyed yourself, so can you give me specific? Yes, I'm here. Feelings? I'm here. Just give us like
1: top three. Okay,
0: top three, moments. top three moments. First, we were walking on the like Pacific Ocean coast, mm-hmm. and there was a sea mm. otter.
1: Ooh. And a- <gasps>
0: It was a sea otter. Come
1: through, otter. It was
0: living. It was just out there. It was smashing clams. It was eating food. It was living its best life. I was tripping because I was like a sea otter, and it was kind of like crawling real weird. And I was like, "Is this how sea otters move? They crawl?
1: Yes, they crawl across the ground. It was real awkward. I think that would creep me out.
0: It was. It kind of looked like a really wet rat that was just kind of like walking across the shore. It was real uncomfortable. I feel like you just
1: ruined that magical moment. I thought this was a beautiful moment. It
0: (laughs) was because Josh was playing with it and like was making. Oh. Eye contact, not like touching it like I'm like sorry. like going okay. near it and it was like making eye contact and it started making noises and Josh was making it. noises back and it was real cute it was cute to watch but then the, the water got too close to my feet and I started running because um, you know okay. I can't swim well um,
1: that's okay water can touch your feet and you don't have to swim
0: I just got nervous because you know that it'd be pulling you back like, the, the otter yeah, was coming is coming in and cool. out. And I was like, if it catches me and pulls me out to sea, I'm done. With the otter? <laughs> With the otter? The otter is if, not going to save if me. the
2: otter, if the baby sea otter pulls you out to sea, or the water? Because Both. The otter, both. Is, both. I am going to say, the water will do that. I, I guess the <laughs> baby, baby sea otter, otter might just his one hand just snatch it <laughs> <as much. laughs> They do like to hold hands, I once
1: uh, heard. And I hope that
0: that sea but otter is buoyant enough for otter. the both of us, because okay. I will be panicking
2: Yes, buoyant.
0: Mm-mm. Then, um
1: all right, two quicker
0: ones. Yes, two quicker ones. Okay, <laughs> I was I was helping Josh tend to the fire, and I didn't know how I was gonna feel about like making a fire and like dealing with it, but like moving it around and creating air to make it like burn yeah, and stuff practiced like that. This so
1: many times now. Yeah,
0: I've gotten good at it now. I'm good. Okay, I'm really excited. I'm good about at it this now. Skill. I'm super excited. And then the final thing was so when we woke up the next day because I like the sleeping was rough. Like I just couldn't sleep outside. Um, but waking up the next day and like seeing the rainforest and like walking up and it was like sunny outside and we went hiking and it was like super pretty. And like I was just like, this is kinda cool. And like I felt a little sick when I got there and being outside made me feel less sick and I didn't realize that was gonna
3: happen.
2: <sighs>
0: like getting the fresh air. I can see yes. that. That makes Still sense not to me. Camping. But flowers <laughs> to everyone who, like, dealt with me because I was, like, at my, like, worst. Like, I think at one You're time I, my child. I took a ta- Like, I had a tantrum. Like, I was just like, what do you mean it's getting colder? Like, I started pouting and I, like, started screaming at the campsite where there was people around us. Camping like, is it isn't, was too much.
2: Isn't for I would be concerned <laughs> if you didn't have a tantrum. So that <laughs> sounds like a normal experience yes. to me. Yes. So.
0: But yeah, so shout out to the folks. I'm proud who of can't you.
2: Be with. Yeah. I wanna be more open-minded. I'm not there yet. Like I'm talking to this new gentleman, whatever. But to, I'm not gonna get into questions about that. To stay focused <laughs> 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 for another hour.
3: Both, both of us got quiet today.
2: We were, like... <laughs> we were texting today, and we were talking about like things we want to do this summer. Um, and I was talking about how I want to do like maybe water aerobics or something, get away from doing but I do like um, easy something easy on my joints. And then we talked about swimming, and he was like, oh, maybe we could go swimming in the river and go kayaking. And I was like, is kayaking, this yes. a murder attempt? No. And so, I'm thinking, I literally said, I was like, I would way love way. to go swimming together. I don't know about the river, uh, but I'm trying to be open-minded. Nope. So we'll see. <laughs> and I'm I don't say going. anything about kayaking because <laughs> I'm like, I know kayaking is not fat-friendly, so I know I'm not going to do that.
1: But yeah, do people swim
2: bad. in rivers? Is this this is a
1: white thing? It that's, has to be. That right? is a, a white thing. When you said you wanted it, to go swimming in a river, I, I mean said there white are swimming people. pools. Why? I think why not that that's just like a country thing, though,
0: because my cousin's back home in Oklahoma yeah. was about that life.
1: They swim in lakes too. Yeah. I don't. Uh-uh. I don't do that because I can't actually mm-hmm. swim. So I need to know where the bottom is. Yeah. <laughs> At all times, right. I need mm-mm. to know. And if I something is going to be the me, I'm not me, going in a river. Aren't mm-mm. there animals in there?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there definitely are definitely. <laughs> like it was, it wasn't even like a maybe. Okay, it was like a uh, yeah.
2: Don't don't go swimming in a river. So I'm not doing that. That's my
0: PSA. I'm not doing that.
2: But I no. do want to be more open minded about outdoorsy things because I do feel re- more and more resistant to black folks can't do shit outside. I'm trying to undo that narrative. However. <laughs> I still, uh, I got a few limits still. Like camping is still my rescue word, but I'm trying to be more open-minded. So I, I'm inspired by you, Isaac. That was the point.
0: Yes, I'm trying to tell Nadia that I'm going to be like I'm going to start doing um, vlogs for black and outdoorsiness. That's going to be me. Please,
2: I would read it because I need a guide if I'm going to go down this path.
0: <laughs> Look, and my guide is like bring a white person. They know what they're doing. Um, trust and them, see, but if you honestly, don't trust them, when don't bring I say them. Outdoorsy,
2: I'm more just like I want to take my houseplants outside and change their soil and go back inside. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like that as- sounds very. Outdoorsy to me. <laughs> I, I have will to get go my hands outside. The soil. <laughs>
1: I'll go outside as long as I can go right back inside. Right. Like I, right. I'm a fan of the day hike. You know, you day go hikes out. You go. Ooh. You're climbing. You get some you get some fitness in. You get that nice air. But then at the end of the day, I get to be in my bed. Exactly. And I love being. In yeah. bed. And I also I'll love go showering. If I know
2: there's a shower, exactly. Yep. If There's a shower mm. on the other end. Yep. Perhaps.
1: I love toilet paper. Yes. I love like there's just some roof, some comfort. Air conditioning. Yeah. Ooh, a TV. America. Mm-hmm. A like, tele- electricity yeah plug yeah. my phone in <laughs> no
2: like i there, there's a
1: lot of things that i love i love going outside but i love going right back in yeah. <laughs> like
3: that's
1: just mm-hmm. it um, all right natty do you have flowers to give
2: i'm yes.
1: sorry that was yeah does
2: no, this no. also are we doing one round now or is <laughs> i feel like we gotta do
1: this round and then the next round has to be like quick like you got like a sentence so then this right. round although i can keep mine pretty short i feel like i'm gonna give a flower Actually, no, I'm going to give them a multiple flowers. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, not just one. I don't want to be stingy like that. Um, to my friend Lakita, who mm-hmm. is a black businesswoman in Seattle doing her own consulting thing for like improving tech um, company culture. Mm. Um, she's really doing the damn thing. But the point is, I met with her early last week and was like, hey, I'm kind of like dipping my toe in this self-employment thing. What should I do? And she was like, you need to commit right now. <laughs> commit to it or don't do it but make the decision and i was like okay i'm committed and she's like okay let's talk about your two goals for this quarter let's talk about making one of them building out the business model like she just gave me all of these action items and was I like don't overwhelm yourself just do these two things for this quarter and then the next quarter we can revisit two to three more like she really was helping and she was That's giving amazing. me resources for podcasts and websites to look at and just like giving me all the tools I needed to be like, oh yeah, this is totally possible and I can do it. And then she was giving me all the reasons I would thrive in this environment. Uh. And I feel like I talked to a number of people this week and was like, oh yeah, no, I'm gonna do consulting. And like several of them were like, oh, that sounds really hard to sustain. And I was like, thank you for telling me that. Um, But she was like, there was like no questions. Like these are all the ways that you're gonna make like seven figures off of this. Why not we think about seven figures? I was like, girl. (laughs) You're my it. favorite I love person. Yeah, you guys both need to know Lakita. She is bomb as fuck. Um, And so all my flowers go to her.
0: Yes, love that.
1: Yeah. Next. <laughs> Lily, it's your turn. Oh, oh, I was like, oh, that'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I'm going to, since we're doing two rounds, I'll do a vague group for this <laughs> one and a specific one for next. So I genuinely have just had on my heart so much the past three weeks. Just all the like women of color... I'll be specific, PhD students, but also, I guess, just in the academy to prostitute and mm-hmm. just first-gen students because mm-hmm. it is so hard out here, mm-hmm. um, particularly for first-gen um, women of color. And But we're navigating it. We're building coalitions. We're finding our way. We're trailblazing and, you know, setting the bar, breaking the bar, and setting it again. Yes. Um, and I'm I'm only able to do what I do because of the amazing women of color and other folks of color that I'm connected to. So the, all I would give, I want to give so many flowers to, to those in similar positions right now. Yes.
3: Yes. I
0: I feel that. that. Like, Claps to all the grads coming through this like period oh of time. Yeah, like it is season graduation too. season. Yeah, yes. so many of my friends them.
1: are graduating. Yeah,
0: it's wild out here.
1: Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Really, I've
0: been seeing the pictures. I've been like, yes, yeah, stunt. My star. little sister's
1: graduating. Oh my gosh, yeah. This yes. Nikita. Oh, Nikita. <laughs> She's gonna. I can't actually come home for graduation. I was planning on it, and then it's just like. Not a good time. Yeah, I think not we were both time. planning on it, and yeah. it just is not. Unfortunately, it can't be there, but Nikita is graduating, and I'm very proud of her.
0: Oh, since right. it's graduation. So, like, shout out to Ariel, because she's graduating. This is your
1: next round of flowers. Yes, this is my next <laughs> round of flowers.
0: I'm just going to list off the graduates. Yes, my I was
1: like, oh, we're running out of time, hun.
0: <laughs> so, Ariel, she's graduating. Super excited for her. Seku's also graduating. <sighs>
2: I love Thanku. We've been
0: hanging out. I, I love know. I'm he. He's been giving me updates. Um,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Shout out to my cousin Jordan who just graduated this last weekend. Got her. Um, she's a doctor now. Oh yeah. So yes. sis is yes, out here playing games. She's doctor doctor. Um, like but MD. Yeah. yeah. Like I MD. was like mm-hmm. doctor doctor <laughs> doctor doctor. Like she out here with a doctor doctor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can't Rachel is
2: yes. graduating. I'm thinking about Rachel and Rachel's been on the podcast yes. before.
0: Yes, Rachel's so many people are graduating and it's so exciting to see like everybody thriving and showing up and yes. just like finally getting their like like ducats and like all the money and like all the like grace because you know it's like work to get through there and like honestly like I say like money because like graduation that like certificate is like a paycheck in a lot of different Uh ways like you paid so much money to get that and once you have it in your hand like it's everything it's everything. I got two of them uh-huh. hoes, three of them hoes, and I just barely I'm still got, poor. I just
1: barely got the one, and honest, I didn't even pick it up. That was awkward. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Look, real. Like whatever, but um, okay. My next round of flowers will go to more graduates. Yes. To Liam, who's graduating yes. next month, yes. and oh, Kia, who's graduating next month, and yes. both of them, I give them flowers because I've spent like literally all of my hours outside of work hours working I do with them. Yeah. So like we're hella co working buddies, and Liam got me to and finally enroll in healthcare. <laughs> That's so insane. Liam helped me with that, oh, yeah. and like also was there when I set up, like when I put in all the information for my LLC and filed for it. So Liam was there for that, and Kia is always just like gassing me up. So she like she's like you'll be the best goddamn consultant out there, and I'm yes. like girl, you know that's right.
0: <laughs> Contact <So. laughs> Kia for all your gassing up because yes. honestly,
1: she's gonna be running the world pretty soon. Here, she's, got soon. she's gonna be graduating next month. She's gonna be traveling. She's doing. She's presenting at a conference in Ghana.
0: I love that. Pretty
1: soon. Wow. Yeah. So and then, yeah, and then she'll come back and hopefully have her full-time job of her choice. Mm-hmm. And then we're all just going to conquer the world together. So that's exactly. my flowers. <laughs> Beautiful. I guess I'm thinking about grads. My head wasn't there, but I'm glad that you brought that up. Because my cousin,
2: <laughs> what are words? My cousin, Justice, um, just graduated from Truman State yes. this past weekend. And I'm so proud of her. So... Um, thrilled to celebrate here this upcoming weekend. But other folks that I was thinking about uh, for Flowers, that's connected to the last one. I'm a specific woman of color who's been holding me down for years. Um, and still is my friend Marilyn. Marilyn is like my A1 since day one. And everybody knows I'm not a fighter, but I always say if Marilyn says, bitch, I need you to show up and throw hands for me, <laughs> you must believe I'm going to figure it out. Like, and I'm not willing to do that for everybody, but for Marilyn, I will. Like, I learned so much from Marilyn. She's also... Um, a woman of color working on her phd but she she teaches me about coalition she teaches me about like all the feminist theory that you read Marilyn puts it in practice yes. um and she just Marilyn's amazing in every way and she makes me better and i'm grateful for her friendship and then before that i was thinking about darren darren is also like my sibling like we <laughs> like i i'm able to do so much because of my Friendship and sibling connection to Darren, and so just shout out to my my brother that I've always wanted.
0: Oh my, oh my God. God! Darren wrote me a letter of recommendation, and I got to read it. And y'all, I don't know what to tell y'all. That was the wildest read. I would never
3: read that. Is I too much? I
0: cried throughout <laughs> of it, but it was like crying because I was laughing Stop. so hard. Oh, fine. like I'm just yeah. kind of like. Like, this is very inspirational. I know this is all very serious. And, like, it's going to come across to these people like I'm an iconic human being. But, like, thinking of every single moment that, like, Darren mentioned was me being the most extra authentic self that I've ever been in my life. Mm. (laughs) Was, like, every single thing. that I love Darren more. Like, Darren's who I want to be when I grow up. Even though Darren's like he wants to be me when I grow up. And I don't really know how that works. but (laughs) Darren's lovely.
1: Mm -mm. Darren sent me a text recently. He was, like, texting me. When I think I was hiding from the world.
3: <laughs> damn me, I was, like, hiding.
1: I was damn. not answering any of my messages. And then one from Darren came through. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be okay. Man, I'm, I'm going to make go it through right. this damn depression. Me, like, I'm going to be here a few more days at least. At like least. <laughs> yeah. That text yeah. got me through. And I was just like, yeah, there's, there's no one quite like Darren. Like, Darren is mm-hmm. my... If I go back to Lawrence and I need to, like, go to someone's place immediately, I will text Darren and be like, we need to talk. (laughs) Mm -hmm, And Darren's just mm -hmm. like, okay, come. Let's do it. Like, it doesn't matter what Darren's doing. He will let you come. Exactly. And just Mm -mm. be yourself and just chill and just laugh and cry and be yourself. He's the best brother. The, uh, best. the best. I love
2: y'all so much. Thank you for this time.
0: Yes, yes. Thank you for being here. I would say that we would talk about Daniel, but Lily literally can't see Daniel.
1: And we've been like talking about Daniel throughout this whole episode. Exactly. I would say concrete. thank you, Daniel, for your work <laughs> and magic. Um, Thanks to Jack Straw. Yeah. And this lovely, lovely facility. And also for the ability to be able to call Lily and have her on the podcast. Exactly. This is the
0: best <laughs> thing ever. It's thank right. you so much, Lily, for being here
1: thank y'all you You know
2: I love this is my favorite I love being on this podcast so anytime you just let me know thank you so much
1: Uh, it was like a testimonial that we could use for our website one day one
0: day when we build (laughs) a website it'll happen
1: it'll happen
0: (laughs) but anyway um, any last thoughts comments words of wisdom
1: Whiteness is not my bar.
0: Boom. (laughs) It's done. We're done. Ready to go home. See y'all later. Bye next time.
1: Bye. (laughs) Bye.